Hey, Smallvillians. Welcome back to Somebody Save Us. It is a Smallville retrospective podcast where every week we sit down and watch an episode of Smallville and then we talk about it. Because we love to talk. Yes, we do. (laughs) Sometimes and a lot of times over each other. Yes. It's the only way to do it. uh, (laughs) (laughs) And I am one of your hosts, Paul. And I'm Ashley, the great interrupter. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, stellar! We really, we really knocked the opening out of the park once again. I really think we did. Um, okay, I, yeah. I'll just say a quick side note. I'm sure you watch mm-hmm. Leonard Letter Kenny because you understand my to be fair reference, right? Of course. Okay. Yeah. So every time we talk over each other, all I can think of is, oh, what's his freaking face? The guy with this, the horny guy and his horny wife, and they, and he always talks over Wayne. McMurray? Yeah, McMurray! Every time, I was like, McMurray, yeah. how are you now? Uh, 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 uh. Oh. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty much us. Mm-hmm. Halloween costume idea next year. I mean, <laughs> if if it hasn't already been done, and I'm sure it has. <laughs> uh, probably, a thousand times over. <sighs> yeah. Anyways, this isn't a Letterkenny podcast. This is a Smallville podcast. Yes, it is. Uh, I'm sure that there have there is some kind of like degree of separation between those shows in some form. Like somebody who was on Smallville is also on Letterkenny, maybe. Like even if even if it's just an extra, we'll take it. I feel like I feel like um, Stuart, the guy who plays Stuart, oh yeah, was on an episode of Smallville at some point. Oh, okay. Well, we'll have as a kid, to, we'll have to watch out. We'll have to watch out yeah. for him. It's um, going to be years from now. Like, it's going to be, like, late late seasons. Yeah, he was probably a baby. That's true. It was a baby cameo. A baby. <laughs> baby. <laughs> yes. Steer. Anyway, so, so yeah, this uh, so this week it is uh, Prodigal, which is a, uh, it's a Luther-heavy episode, which makes it pretty good. They had to even bring in uh, new Luthers, just to make it heavier. Yes, they had to bring in an extra Luther. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, and just fun, fun little fact. So the prodigal son is one of the parables of Jesus. Um, mm-hmm. They make mention of it a little bit in uh, the episode. And what I find really funny is that uh, the par- this parable is in the book of Luke. And mm-hmm. the the prodigal son is named Lucas. Lucas. Oh, that was just mm-hmm. kind of, hmm, interesting. Mm-hmm. Biblical. Yes. That's as much Christian knowledge as I have, guys. And I even had to Google it. So just that's all you get from me. Yeah, we don't need any more than that. No, that's that's good. It's our quote. But also, I, I, I just recognize him from other things. Well, other thing. Like what, Paul? Um, well, let's get into it. Uh, so we open on like a gambling den and we're on the stairs and we like uh like a waitress or something is coming down the stairs and she passes a dude who's just open carrying uh like a submachine gun um it's one of those kind of places Mm -hmm. uh and we come over to a gambling table and there's a bunch of dudes around the table playing cards and james t kirk is just sitting there James Tiberius Kirk himself. And he, as Kirk do, is running a scam. 
He's very good at those. It's not cheating. No, it's just scamming. <laughs> it's different. Strategy. Yeah. Uh, but so um, we see that we see there's a couple quick cuts between him and the guy who's like in the back room, kind of right by where the security guy is. Yeah. Just kind of passing like he's got camera angles on everybody and so we can see what everybody's holding and so he's got some pretty good luck knows when knows when to hold them and knows when to fold them oh man just like the sound (laughs) sound (laughs) sound. (laughs) Uh Um, but we all know from every single action movie and every rush hour that we've ever watched. um, You don't try to scam the East Asian mob boss. Okay. You just don't do it. It's not done. No, no. And he, uh, so like, I can't remember the order of this. I think he's like eating uh, a dumpling grossly. Oh no, it, it, it weren't no dumpling, my friend. I'm sorry. That was like a squid tentacle. Okay. A squid tentacle, but, he is like just like slurping it and while he's talking about how good uh, Kirk's luck is and uh, and out of nowhere there's like there's like a weird noise upstairs or something and uh, the um, the bouncer goes upstairs and catches the dude in the act and drags him downstairs and uh, you know dude's just like pointing to him and then out of nowhere the lady. <laughs> Pulls a gun from <laughs> under the table. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Well, she was, she was like freaking that. locked and loaded. So to work at, I, I don't know if anyone knows this, but from my work as, you know, in the underbelly of the city, uh, when you work for mob bosses in their underground casinos, you just, you have to know where all the guns are. Yeah. <laughs> you have to know where the panic gun is. That's right. Just in case someone tries, just in case James Kirk comes and tries to scam your boss. Of course, uh, you know, this isn't Kirk's first rodeo, so he flips that table over yeah, and does. like hits somebody with like the 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 double axe handle chop. Yeah, <laughs> he's then, very talented uh, in hand to hand combat. Yeah. And he like leaps past like a hail of gunfire and down a flight of stairs like head first, <laughs> totally unhurt. Yep. And then uses the doorman as a human shield. It's desperate times, Paul. What was he going to do? I mean, he could have just ran out the door. He didn't have to stop. <laughs> well, then, But then that would have been one extra bad guy coming after him. He's thinking <sighs> ten steps ahead. All right. He's playing I mean, he's, chess while everyone else is playing checkers. He's eh. messing with the timeline. Who knows who that guy was? I know. Butterfly effect. So outside, he's making his way down a few flight of stairs. Uh, he eventually just jumps down to the street and commandeers a 21st century mode of transport called a crotch rocket <laughs> and uh, makes a very slow getaway. Like, he's very careful in this alley. Uh, yes. Uh, mostly and due to the fact that, yes, injuring any of these people unnecessarily might change the future. Yes, of course. Um, can I just also note here that this is probably the most gunplay that we've seen, at least in the entirety of season two? Oh yeah, this season for sure. Like, and you could tell like this was just like a director wanting to do his like his thing. His his prep prep prep. Yeah, <laughs> flex his John Woo. That's right. Um, yeah, and then you're right. Well, I don't know if I noticed him like driving quote unquote like safely. He definitely wasn't weaving around like an idiot. But like for him to come out of an 
a legal underground casino out through what I assume mm-hmm. was the back alley. There was a lot of innocent yeah. bystanders walking in this dark alley at night. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, like the the dudes kind of give the crowd just enough time to like notice that, okay, there's a bike speeding by and then they turn around and see those guys aiming their guns down the alley and yeah. everybody kind of dives. Yeah, He gets shot at. He wipes his bike out into like a pile of garbage bags and... Just then a car pulls up and this bald dude jumps out and obviously has mistaken him for someone else because he calls him Lucas right. and says that he's his brother. Uh, and <laughs> then uh, he just jumps into the car and they speed off. Uh, and then this theme song plays, but it's really weird. How so? <laughs> Is it playing the hmm. wrong theme song? Yeah. <laughs> Because it's playing, it starts playing this, the theme for Strange New Worlds. So weird. So weird. Hey, yeah, okay, weird. hold on, hold on. This is not the same actor that plays Kirk in Strange New Worlds, is it? Uh-huh. Oh, it is. Okay, I thought it was the Kirk that played the the movies, like the, the newer movies that oh, came out. Oh, you thought it was Chris Pine? Yes, I don't know why no. I got the mix because I was like, no, this is not him because the Kirk no. that plays on Strange New Worlds, okay, he looks way littler. Like, he just looks like this tiny dude. I don't know why. Yeah. Like, he just looks he's gotten, small. He's gotten skinnier. He's definitely gotten skinnier I guess. as time gone, has gone. Yeah, I guess. Has he had some work done on his face? I've, I totally feel like his face does not I look I recognize same. his face looks pretty similar. Does like, it? Like, I immediately noticed who he was. Okay. Well, I'm going to have to go back I, and rewatch the that last season so I can freaking get a better better handle. I did uh, I did temporarily, uh, like... Skim like, the episode? Disbelieve, well, disbelieve that I was right about that because I was like, well, he could just look a lot like him. And so without doing any real looking around, I just saw that IMDb had him as being in it. And so I was like, okay. Okay. Well, there good enough go. for me. Okay. If IMDb yeah. said it, it's gotta be true. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's right. Um, okay. Well, it is honestly, it's the weirdest episode of Star Trek I've ever seen, but let's go, yeah. let's go along with it. Let's, amal- let's amalgamate and let's freaking put these two universes together today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kirk's got to play along. Yeah, <laughs> For, he's got to play the long, long game. He does absolutely. <laughs> oh man! So then we cut. Oh, you know what I didn't do this week? I didn't read what the Talon mm. sign said. The fr- when you uh, you're immediately obstructed, like the very okay. first time. Okay. Uh, I think the only time you get to see it is there's a part where it just says live music. Okay. Phew. All right. I thought point. I missed something good this week. No, okay. no, there's nothing. Phew. Nothing, right. weird. nothing strange. Crisis averted. <laughs> I did take, take a look. But anyway, yeah, so we are at the Talon, and Lana is just setting up for the day when Clark shows up, and he just about gets laughed out the door when he asks for a job. <laughs> I know, right? It's so funny, because, like, honestly, Lana calls him out. She's like, well, you don't have the best track record for being on time, and... Clark, his reaction, like, I kind of was pissed at him for his reaction because he looks so defeated, but it's true. And then he's like, oh, ouch. And I'm like, okay, Clark, well, the the truth fucking hurts. But, I mean, it is what it is. Like, you are late to literally everything. Like, because of good reason. But that doesn't mean shit to your boss that has no idea what you do on your freaking downtime. 
Yeah, and she makes a point about his track record, and then uh, he gets like a double ouch when he looks over and sees the rose from the end of last episode is still in the garbage can. So obviously this is literally the next day. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, And so the whole time I'm watching this like altercation, and then when Lana does finally accept to like put his application in at least, um, I don't know why, but... But the scene from, I'm sure you've seen the movie Rapunzel, right? The the newest one? Yeah. The CG one? Yeah. Okay. So, you know the... Tangled? T- yeah. Okay. You know what I mean. Okay. It's, it's late. Okay. I'm two twisted T's in. So, just wow. bear with hey. me. It's been a day. This episode brought to you by Twisted T. I'd give anything for an endorsement from Twisted T's. Oh, shit. Twisted T, I'll be drunk <laughs> for you 24-7 if that's what it takes. Um, anyways, the whole time I'm watching this altercation, all I can think of is when Rapunzel has uh, Flynn Rider tied up in the chair and she's like, well, Flynn Rider, I've taken, I, I've decided to trust you. And he's like, a horrible decision. <laughs> and he keeps, like, she keeps yeah. saying what a great decision she's making. And he's like, no, this is an awful decision. Like, you shouldn't trust me. Don't come with me, blah, 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 blah. And the whole time Lana's like, I'll, t- I'll take a chance on you, Clark. He's like, this is a horrible decision. <laughs> <laughs> you shouldn't do this. You shouldn't do this. Horrible decision, really. Oh, uh, God. But yeah. no, she decides, okay, yeah, put your put your hat in the ring and put in your application. And then speaking of horrible decisions. Yeah. I, I don't know if they, I, don't, I don't know if this this works as a as a um, segue, but Lionel is just finishing up a call when Lex rolls in with the surprise announcement that his long lost son is home. Woo! Introduces him right away. Yeah. No, you're right. It is a horrible decision. <laughs> yeah. And then, like, you can tell, like, just, like, the the hug and, like, the way that uh, Lionel calls him son is just killing Lex. <gasps> like, he's just standing off to the side and he's just like, Ugh. Right? Okay. Daddy would never hug me. I know. He's totally jelly. He's very jelly of Lucas. Right now. Yeah, but Lucas also gets a little dig in on him. He's like, uh, when Lionel says son, he's like, well, biologically anyway. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah. And, and then he goes and shits on Lionel's cool katana, too. <laughs> Calls it a fake. Calls it a fake. And, a cool sword, too bad it's fake. Yeah. He's very thankful Dad. that they, they share their uh, the same passion with uh, Asian culture. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he, uh, uh, Asian weaponry. Yeah, Asian weaponry. Specifically. Oh, God. Um, so, like, swords and tech nines. Yeah, pretty much. And crotch rockets. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But Lex catches us up a bit by reminding Lionel that he had told Lex that Lucas was dead, uh, but that Lex was able to find him in Edge City, the city of edging. Okay. Oh, where Kirk was just biding his time. Just do you think that's Perfect what he was? For do you think Kirk. that exactly? Do you think that's what he was down there for for the, in the first place? Because we know it Cap- was the city on the edge of forever. I don't think. I think it's the city of edging. We all know Kirk was a ladies' man. He likes the ladies, and the ladies like him back. Well, that's that's what he that's what he put in the record anyway. Yeah. 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 Willingly, they liked him. Willingly. Yes. It's consensual. He's more like a Zap Brannigan. <laughs> oh, I wish he had a kiff. I guess Spock would technically be his kiff. Yeah. 
so yeah, um, but so Lionel is kind of pissed about having been ambushed in this way and like wants a word with Lex alone. So he sends Lucas down to the dining room to get whatever he wants. Yes. And, uh, oh, I just, I just love this next part. I love this episode because I just love all of the conniving double handed dirty deedery that they're doing in this entire it's so good sorry it's so good yeah because like Lex sits down and he's like well well the prodigal son returns ah. and Lionel congratulates him on finding him but then I wonder why you would do that <laughs> to which Lex is just oh I get a new brother uh, and also uh, you put in your living trust that any heir would be entitled to 10% of his Luther Corp shares, mm-hmm. which is just the amount that Lex needs to vote him out. It's perfect. It's the perfect storm. And Lionel laughs. Um, well, as he basically says, he's like, you're showing your like whole plan. Like you've already told me your, your entire plan. So he's like, now I'll just pretty much do everything in my power to make that not happen. Yeah, and he also points out to Lex that there are plenty of parables to be found in the good book. And I think he he does this a couple times in this episode, where he's, it, this is such a Lionel thing, where basically he just gets back on the phone Yeah, well, as the end of a conversation. Yeah, it's the only way he likes he does, to end his conversations. <laughs> he does it with Clark later. Yes, yes, he does. Um, but yeah, he, he ends their conversation um and then we i think from there we are at the kent farm uh presumably a good deal of time passes because they have to like lex and um lucas have to get there i guess i oh yeah because they were in no they were at the mansion weren't they no they were in metropolis because they were in uh, lionel's office okay okay um, yeah, I would say a yeah. good deal of time. How far do you think Metropolis is from Smallville? Does it ever say? I want to say they've said in, uh, before that it's like an hour. Okay. Eh. It's an hour and a half. Okay. It's not, that's not too bad. That's Marathorp distance. Yeah. but <laughs> if And they obviously didn't helicopter. Or maybe they helicoptered to the mansion and then drove. It doesn't really matter. Anyway, a little, a little while later yeah. <laughs> um, at the Kent Farm... <laughs> Uh, Pete and Clark are shooting some hoops and talking about Clark's ill-advised plan to use his job at the talent to stay close to Lana. Uh, Yeah. I think it would have been a good plan if Clark could have just stuck to his fucking guns. (laughs) Yeah, but Clark can't do that. No, he can't. I know. We knew that. Yeah, I know. And then their game of basketball Uh, gets interrupted by the sports car. uh By by the, the Luthers show up. Yes. Uh, and it looks and, to me, Clark during this whole interaction at the beginning looks so off put. By well, yeah, because he is think he's looking at a dead man. That, but do you also think maybe there's like the smallest little hint of like jealousy because Clark and Lex are? It's like Pete says he's like, oh, they're like brothers. Yeah, maybe there's a little bit of just wariness with Clark. Like he's pretty standoffish with anybody because. Not only just because he has to like figure out who this person is in relation to Lex, but also can this person like see through his act? Mm. Maybe. Mm. Yeah. Okay. All right. Fine. I still say he's jelly, yeah. but okay. Yeah, he could be jelly. He could be jelly. 
But, um, yeah, no, it, like, actually, Clark goes and says as much to Lex, where he's like, hey, I thought he was, you know. Uh, I, I, but, you know, it's crazy. Given the wild shit that went th- they went through with Rachel Dunleavy, like, Lex being held at gunpoint and, like, <laughs> yeah, like all that shit, like, does not come up. No, and, you know, I found that, like, because then I was questioning until I had to Google it to fact check myself. Like, the whole time I was like, isn't this the son of this crazy, of the crazy redhead? Like, I swear it is. I'm sure it is. Yeah. But they're not mentioning her at all. They also, I think they get, and, and this is just me and, like, my own headcanon, but they also then, by virtue of that fact, get Lucas's age wrong. Oh, yeah, because he was just turning 18. Shouldn't he, be, shouldn't he be, like, 15 years old, the same age as Clark? Yeah. Yeah, that is weird. Yeah. Yeah. Smallville, what are you doing? But we we just leave that. We okay. just push that to the side. Okay, fine. Fine. Maybe, actually, be- you know what? No, I think Clark is probably actually 18 years old, but they had to hold him back a few years because of his, you know, chronic, chronic lateness. Uh, let's let's say that maybe okay. yeah he's they kept it at home they homeschooled them for a few years yeah yeah till he was ready yeah okay yeah. all right <laughs> um and uh yeah they barely even get time to like get two words in and then of course lex has got to go to the bank yeah he's got some shit to deal with um and uh he's gonna bring lucas with him but then clark suggests that luke hang out yeah uh, and they know hits. each other and uh, so then Kirk has to, like, pretend he knows how to play basketball. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he has to pretend he knows how the rules work. Um, but they didn't really play, like, a game. They were just playing, like, horse, yeah, essentially. Yeah, you know, horse, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Then Lucas gets, um, you know, they're, they're asking him about, like, where he grew up. And he gives them his theory on, like, how growing up without a stable environment and friends kind of allowed him to become his own person. Whereas if you live with a family, they kind of just mold you into little versions of themselves. It's kind of true. Kind of sort of, I found this episode is very much a nature versus nurture episode. Yes. Yeah. And Clark also just does not necessarily buy his theory just because Clark is Clark. Mm-hmm. Well, um, and he has good. And parents. then, and then Pete is just kind of standing by while we get a we get a little bit of like a basketball montage, and like then like you know Clark starts getting a little carried away, like does like the windmill dunk, right? And <laughs> little has bit of, to be reminded to chill it out yeah. a bit. It's a little bit of a pissing contest. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but then on the the very next turn, like Luke Lucas comes in with like the elbow tries to throw an elbow and like hurts himself. (laughs) I actually had to go back four or five times to rewatch that little part because I couldn't understand what had happened. Cause like, I was like, Clark, I was like, but Clark didn't hit him. I was like, so why is he acting like a little bitch? But then it was, then finally I was like, Oh, he, (laughs) he tried to hit him first. And then, you know, he hit the freaking adamantium skeleton that Clark has. Yeah, like Clark Clark has enough control where he can let somebody hit him and it'll feel like they're hitting a normal person, but if he's not ready for it and somebody just hits him, yeah. they're going to break their hand. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then and then honestly, it's so funny. It reminds again freaking Kirk, he's like ah 
Like for on for way too long. Like he was totally yeah. overacting this whole part of being hurt. I'm like, come on, man, this isn't soccer, okay? Like, freaking tone it down. He's like, he he turns to 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 Clark. He's like, I hope you don't take it personally. It was an accident. Beat me up. Uh, and then yeah, he just kind of deeks out like again, like the little bitch he is. Yeah, well, he asked for a ride. Yeah, but because he yeah. wants to leave, he's like, well, I'm done here. Clark hurt me and yeah. my feelings. And my basketball skills, I'm out. <laughs> uh, uh, and then at the Talon, we see Lana actually managing the Talon. Right. Like talking to like an employee, another one we've never seen before. I know. She's expanding her business. She's, she's, she's got staff. She's a girl boss now. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Oh god. Uh and I will and do you notice how Chloe's hair uh is now streak free this time? Uh-huh. Yeah. I did notice. Okay. There's no continuity in the hair world. No. No, no. It's wash out. No. Wash out. Uh but Chloe shows up and points out maybe the benefit to being able to boss Clark around. Yeah, because she said you know, that she loved doing it. Bossing yeah. him around, that is. Yeah. <laughs> hey. <laughs> Woohoo. Um, and yeah, so she, yeah. and she says too, like Chloe kind of comes to Clark's defense, like in a sense, cause she's like, you know, like, yeah, he's late and he's all over the place, but he always comes through in the end, like in his own way. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. yeah. Like in his own way. And they, so you can tell Lana is starting to like give ground a little bit and that's kind of just, that's kind of the point of the scene. Yeah. And, and it's a Lana thing to do. I mean, let's be honest here. She's definitely not one to rock the boat and stick to her guns if it's going to like make someone uncomfortable or unhappy. Yeah. So yeah. anyways, yeah. So that, yeah. that was the whole point of the scene and right. scene. And yeah. now we get to the good yeah. stuff. We get Lex barging into Lionel's study at the, at the mansion, which like, wasn't Lionel like planning on leaving the mansion? Like what's going on? Like all of a sudden now he's not leaving the mansion, he's staying in the mansion. <laughs> I don't think they even know. Then, Lex walks in and he walks past the shards of the broken table that Lionel fell through like two episodes ago. Glass is still crunching beneath his shoes. Yeah. (laughs) Demanding why his assets are frozen. Uh, Lionel basically tells him like the thing that we heard overheard when Dominic was talking to him the other day, the, uh, on that last episode, which was like, Hey, yeah, like anything. And you don't have any assets because anything that belonged to, that was so Lex Corp and mm-hmm. anything that belonged to Lex belongs to him. Yeah. Uh, also, and that includes the mansion. So uh, get the fuck out. Yeah. Well, because essentially in order to fund Lex Corp, like Lex had to leverage every single asset that was in his name to go towards Lex Corp. So yeah. once all that's gone, there's not much you can do. Yep. And uh, Lex is like, oh, I don't think we'll be doing that because me and my brother are going to work together. And then he gets knifed in the back. Does freaking Kirk. He's got other plans. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he's clearly on the run. Okay. From Starfleet at this point, And he needs some money because he's got to get going. Well, it's just part of the deep cover. Like this is obviously there was like some like in, in the, in the 23rd century, uh, they met like somebody from like the like the temporal police and they're like you must travel back to 2021 or to 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 2002 and 
you must stop Lionel Luther from killing his son, Lucas. You must inhabit. Because, oh man, because the Luthers are Captain Kirk's ancestors. Yep. <gasps> That's it. That's why they look so That's alike. Oh, I got it. Yes, I got it. I got it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. See? Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so he comes and stabs him in the back because I guess this is how he thought it was supposed to go. Yeah. <laughs> he's just got to follow. He's just got to follow follow the, the script. That's right. Yeah, exactly. Uh, he really is a Luther. And then like Lionel gloats that, uh, you know, some sons don't question their allegiance to family. And then Lucas puts it as a change of strategy mid hand. Yeah. Yeah. And, like Lex just kind of smiles like bitterly. But he knows he's just, cause I think Lex sees it. Game. Yeah. I think Lex sees it as, you know, wanting daddy's approval. Cause he doesn't know any better. And Lex has been yeah. around all of his life around Lionel. And he's like, it doesn't matter what you do. You will never get daddy's approval. Cause he's a son of a bitch. Yeah. Yeah. You'll, you'll never, you'll, you'll never have his love. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So again, the whole nature versus nurture thing. Mm-hmm. But Lex is just a little smarter about it. Anyways. Yeah. Uh, and then out at the Kent farm, um, Lex shows up on their doorstep. It's pouring rain outside. He's actually, he doesn't actually talk at all in the scene, you guys. He just has cards that he holds up. That's just like, don't, don't say my name. I just came here to tell you. And then he drops the card. <laughs> Clark, you've been a brother to me for so long. I really love the movie Love Actually. <laughs> Rick Grimes. Jesus Christ. Carl. Oh, fuck. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Um, but because this is Smallville and, like, not reality, uh, this is the only place that uh, Lex Luthor can find to stay. <laughs> like, does he actually not have any other friends? I guess not. Like, nobody in Metropolis. Can he not stay with Dr. Bryce? Yeah. What's, his girlfriend? What's happened with her, actually? I haven't seen her in a hot minute. For several episodes, we have not seen her. Yeah. Um, I just wondered, because I was like, in 2002, Cash was still, like, pretty heavily used. You can't tell me that Lex doesn't just keep, like, a wad of, like, $1,000, roughly, in his wallet at all times. You think like like my mom always taught me to ha- have a twenty dollar bill in my wallet just in case I need to like catch a cab for some reason. But like yeah, when you're mega rich, you got to add a few zeros behind it to compensate. Yeah. So anyways, yeah, yeah. you're yeah. carrying you're carrying carrying something exactly. Yeah, um, and I love I love uh, Daddy Kent's reaction to it. Like I just he looks so he kind of looks elated at uh, the fact that Lex has nothing. <laughs> and like and has to ask him yeah. he's like hey maybe you made me you you almost made me ask for a helicopter ride that one time yeah now i'm gonna make you ask to stay here yeah oh, i loved it it was just such a great little shot of like yeah. daddy kent and then lex trying to find the words and then daddy kent and then lex trying to find the words and then back and forth and da, 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 yeah. so and then the next morning like l- he gets up extra early to like watch <laughs> Lex work <laughs> through the kitchen window. He's just sitting there. He's got, he's leaning up hand against the window. He's leaning, sipping his morning coffee. He's just fucking rock hard. <laughs> oh, Martha comes down and then they just fuck in the kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no. Where 
Work harder, well, Lex. Work harder. Uh, <laughs> DK had trouble sleeping. He did. Uh, with, uh, I mean, I guess he had trouble sleeping with a, a, a snake under the roof that wasn't the snake. <laughs> Wait, are Whatever. we still talking about his dick? Yeah. Or are we talking about Lex? <laughs> uh yeah and ben clark comes down and i just love it he's like oh like what's, what's where's lex where is he and daddy ken's just like yeah he got up extra early he's working. this morning he's working he's put him to work put him to work yeah and, and clark's like you know you don't have him mucking out the stalls already and then dk grins right i love he's it got like an actual like joy i love it it's so yeah, good. Yeah. And, but then of course, it does turn serious. It, serious. it does get serious. Because yeah. he's like, I, remember that he dug into your past all last year and tried to find out secrets. And remember what we have under the barn? It was Storm Cellar. Like they haven't even like the Storm Cellar is just a place that Lex could just walk over to. Right. Open the door and walk down to like 10 stairs and just see a fucking spaceship. <laughs> like, why, what are they doing? I don't know. Don't they have a lock on it at least? It, who gives a shit? Like it's Lex. <laughs> yeah, it's if true. There's, if there's a locked storm cellar, you bet your ass Lex Luthor is going to try to get down there. Yes, he is absolutely. You're right. You're yeah. right. Um. So yeah, yeah, he says Clark, don't freaking let him out of your sight. Don't leave him alone while he's on this farm. Yes. Uh. And then Clark really quickly goes in to talk to Lex, um, while he's working, and like Lex actually looks like he's enjoying himself. I. No, and I like the, the story that kind of comes behind it, like when Lex talks about, yeah. so their, their family used to have a ranch in Montana, because of course they did, yeah. and yeah. he said, oh, but when I used to go there with my mom, like we used to work side by side with like the ranch hands, and we would always like, we'd work all day, and I, it was the yeah. best I ever felt, and blah, 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 and like it always just makes me wonder, like how different would Lex's life have been if his mom was still alive? Wh- whether or not Lionel was in really the different. picture, right? Completely different. I know. I it makes me. I used to hate Lex Luthor like all the time, just because I knew he was the villain of the story. And in Superman the animated series, he's such a pompous asshole that I'm just like ugh. But yeah, Smallville definitely made me sympathize with Lex Luthor a lot more because I'm just like, like, dude had everything in the world, but at the same time, he had nothing because he didn't really have a family that loved him and he didn't have people that understood him and so on and so forth. So he is he is a victim to a certain extent. Yeah. And again, like this whole the, the series up to the point that Lex is like a major character in it is his journey to becoming the Lex Luthor that you know from the comics. Yeah, yeah. Um, it just, it at times, he seems like he's already there. Mm-hmm. And then at other times, he's really not. Yeah. And it takes a long time for the humanity to get, like, scraped off of him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because he definitely, he has a lot of it still. He gets conflicted, and then you obviously find parts where he's acting just like his dad, i.e. in this episode. Um, but you know, again, yeah, he's just, he's just yeah. like, he's a victim. He was once like a little boy with hopes and dreams. Mm-hmm. Then he became and then a over, over at the mansion, uh, our other, Lu- our other Luther is doing the exact opposite and is playing 
something. Oh. I could not figure out what the fuck this game was. Opal. Okay, I think I know what it is. I didn't research it. I didn't I didn't Google or anything like that. But just from viewing it and remembering from back in the day. Okay. First of all, freaking James Tiberius Kirk is living my best life in 2002. Filthy fucking rich yeah. and playing video games all day. Holy shit. Best yeah. life ever. Um, I'm pretty sure he's playing Onimusha. Oh, yeah. And you know what? As was, know, was, was Onimusha on Xbox? No, Onimusha was PlayStation, fool. But he was holding an Xbox controller. That's because Smallville can't get things like that right. They don't pay attention to the little details. We know this by now. Okay, hang God on. I'm going to fact oh. check it right now. Yeah, if, if Onimusha was on Xbox. What? No, what game is James Tiberius Kirk playing oh, you in are, You are not going to find that out. I tried. No, come on now. You just don't know how to Google. <laughs> okay. Well, I will talk about the scene okay. really quick. <laughs> you can you can do a, a fact check. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, over at the mansion, Lucas is, like, you know, just playing video games and <laughs> Lionel walks in the room. You found it. I literally found it. What you, did you find? So, uh, what game is Lucas playing in Prodigal? Video game. Genma Onimusha. How the f- <laughs> I looked. What the fuck? How did, did you just, like, type in what he was playing in Prodigal? Yeah. And then it was, like, a Reddit post or something? It's actually, a, it's actually in the Smallville wiki, Paul, so I'm really disappointed wow. in you right now. Wow. Okay. Well, <laughs> my Google fucking failed me because it was like, I don't know. I mean, you do have a Chromebook from like 1997, so yeah, it's it's only able to find things from somehow earlier than that in time. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and everything comes to you in, in like Morse code or Telegram. Yep, carrier yeah. pigeons. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, so he's living his best life. He's li- playing that Onimusha, <laughs> as we now know. My- my 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 uh, New Year's resolution is still 1080p. Okay. <laughs> oh, fuck. Um, uh, so he's playing Onimusha somehow on Xbox because that's how rich he is. <laughs> he can get those ports early. He, he's just got a mod. Yeah. He's modded it. Crazy early. Yeah. Uh, but Lionel comes in and tries to remind him uh, that he has yet to sign over his shares um and then lucas kind of eventually stops playing but then he goes into the digging he did to determine that lionel is trying to lowball him and that his shares are actually worth about five times what he's being offered which if my math is right and it's probably not mm-hmm. uh is 50 million dollars uh yeah that's roughly that's what i mathed yeah yeah um which i mean to me i'm just so I am, I, I'm built differently in the sense that I'm like, is $10 million not enough? Holy effing God. Are you serious? I would be happy with like a million. I'd be like, thanks. Bye. <laughs> I wouldn't ask for much. Yeah. A million, a million dollars is still a life changing amount of money. Right. In 2002, before inflation went up 87% this year, like a million dollars would have got you from like 20 years old to retirement, like to death. Really easily. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways. Yeah. Anyways, um, he's greedy. He's a greedy fucker. Yeah. Lucas changes the subject a little bit and like asks Lionel why he didn't try to find him before he was 12. And then we learn that Lionel was told that he died as a baby. 
Um, uh, but do we believe that? Because Lionel's a slippery no. bastard, and the whole time yeah, I'm watching this, that. I'm like, you fucking liar. You liar. Lucas is, like, not satisfied. He goes over to the pool table, and he's, like, does a break, and, like, Lionel comes over to try to get him to sign, and then the big reveal, which is he writes, bite me on the paper, and fucking Lionel sees it. Cover blown! And it. we don't know right right yet that Lucas knows this because he suggests that Lionel have his lawyers check that over. Yeah. Uh, and Lionel says that he trusts him. Um, and then he walks toward that door that he's always trying to leave through. <laughs> uh, and on the way there, uh, Lucas is like, hey, dad, and whips a pool ball at him. And Lionel fucking ducks. Yeah, he does. Oh my god! Well, he, it wasn't the right kind of eight ball. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he would have taken a different kind of eight ball right to the dome, <laughs> right to the dome, right up the nostrils. So was he uh-huh. blind at all? Ever? No, he had to. He had to have been. Remember during the heist episode, because otherwise he would just know Clark's secret. But I. So he was think- still blind then. I think he knows Clark's secret. I really do. Because then he's like, Clark's a special boy. And like, when, like, I, I honestly, maybe I feel like he knows. Maybe. I really feel maybe like it was he coming knows. back. Maybe it was coming back. Maybe there's just been enough things that he's just kind of figured it out. Maybe. Um, my, my question was, was he ever blind? But I guess the doctors wouldn't lie about yeah. that. But he does. Yeah, he does I have mean, Luther money, so would they lie about he it? He just got. He just got it back. Mm-hmm. He just went and got LASIK. Okay. <laughs> over and over and over and over again until it worked. Just use the lasers, doctors. Do it enough times. Eventually, it'll fix the yeah. problem. <laughs> but uh, so there's the scene where like he's standing right in front of Lionel, and he takes Lionel's sunglasses off of him. Yeah. And then he, Lionel finally like moves his eyes and looks, makes eye contact. Yeah. Yeah. With him. And he says that, and then um, Lucas says something like, uh, Lex is the past and he's the future. Mm-hmm. And Lionel's and, like, like, there's a grin. Oh yeah. And Lionel's like, yeah. I finally see what you're saying, son. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I understand. Oh God. Oh Jesus. Okay. No, enough. We're not getting into the puns. No. Nope. Back nope. to the torch. Or onto the to torch. To the talon. Oh. Oh no. No. Yeah, it's 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 a torch, right? No, it yeah, is a talon. Yeah. No, you're right. I just skipped a little section because again, it's such a tiny scene when Lana does just give Clark the job. Yeah. Yeah. And then, uh, but before there can be much celebrating about it, Lucas shows up and is basically just a major dickhead and uh, lets Lana know that Lex is out of the picture and that she's like, hey, uh, also, he was never my boss, so we're, I guess, partners. Yeah. He's like, oh, uh, even better. He just, yeah, he kind of smirks and walks away. Like, it was, it's a drive-by. Yeah. <laughs> it's a drive-by insulting. And then... My, my notes about the school thing were like, hey, remember school? Like, because it's an, cause right, uh, there's been a lot of scenes lately where we've cut directly inside to, the tor- it's just at the torch. Yeah. We don't get the establishing shot of the school. I don't think we've seen the school in like eight episodes. I think the last time we saw it was the Tina episode. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. it was a long time ago. Very long time ago. 
Yeah. Um, yeah. Was the, I can't, and honestly, I my I'm so I'm so bad now that like to remember like was the Tina episode after Goo Andy? Um. Oh shit! Was it? I don't remember. <laughs> I okay. Wait. What was the Goo Andy one? So that I'm just trying to think of the, the lessons that they learned and then they didn't learn. Cause I remember I had a whole fucking rant about it. We could always go back. Hang on. I'm going to go, I'm going to go to our, our Spotify. <laughs> uh, now fact, let's fact check ourselves. Shall we? All right. Save us pod. Here we go. Okay. Somebody save yeah. us. Fact check. Oh God. Fact, let's... fact checkity check ourselves before we wreckity wreck ourselves. Literally somebody saved me. <laughs> Oh fuck! Uh, yeah. Okay, all right. So, Big Daddy Energy. No, we're not. We're not moving on because then I'm going to forget. Okay. All Super right. Half, all right. Peeling back the foreshadowing. Okay. Goo Andy, and then Man Bear Pig's Pan Flute. <laughs> Shang Sun and Ar- Okay. Yeah. 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 It's after Goo Andy. It's the Shang Sunging Around episode. Uh huh. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, last yeah. time was Tina. That's the last time we. <laughs> we really don't do, do ourselves any favors by giving our our podcast episodes <laughs> such fucking weird names. <laughs> it's true. It's true. It's my favorite. It's my favorite thing to do, though. But it is. Like, and you know what? Eventually, people will come. The masses will come, and they will get it. And they'll be like, "Ah, yeah, I see what you out. did there." Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um. So yeah. No. Uh, Lucas is a dick. Uh, drive by insulting and onto the torch and Clark has gifts for Chloe. Yeah. Brought her coffee and like some kind of pastry. I think there's something in the bag. Yeah. Something tasty. What's in the bag? What's in the bag? An eight ball. <laughs> <laughs> just everybody is just freaking high just... off their gourds in this freaking episode. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, and of course, like freaking Chloe already knows everything that's going on about Lucas Luther. Mm-hmm. Um, and she d- already dug into his past because, of course, Clark's just there to vent about, you know, yeah. he's still like, even after the whole thing in the previous episode where she's like, you just treat me like a search engine. Here he is still treating her like a search engine. Yeah. And then she uh, she's just like just points like she kind of rolls her eyes and just like points over her shoulder to the printer. And Clark grabs the piece of paper off the printer and then we teleport right to, to the farm. The- the barn and uh clark showing uh lex the metropolis united charities uh like adoption paperwork basically explaining uh to lex that it didn't even exist two weeks ago yeah weird lex once again realizes that he's been playing checkers while Lionel has been playing chess. Yeah, he is. And like again, like Lex, <laughs> stop playing checkers. It's never checkers. I know. It's always snakes and ladders, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> um Oh, I had a freaking thing for this too. Uh, yeah, okay, because we all know how good Lionel Luther is at like freaking creating fake charities to get shit done. Cause like, mm. didn't he put the charity together for Clark's adoption? It's the same one. Oh, it is the same one. Okay. I thought it sounded mm-hmm. familiar, but I thought I was just thinking Lionel Luther loves to get yep. put together, you know, yeah. shady chairs. Hey, he's not, he's not going to, he's not going to go through all the work to you to do a thing, to only use it once. That's true. And that's where, and that's where he gets caught. Uh, yeah. You're right. Um, yep. And then we got, uh, James Tiberius is now just doing what he does best. And I guess that's pull-ups. 
Yeah, he's just he's he's turned the uh, the study into like a combination game room slash gym slash library. I called it a bronasium. <laughs> bronasium. <laughs> I didn't see the library part. I just saw like the video games and the and the workout equipment, and I was like, yeah, he's a bro for show. um yeah Uh, yeah 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 yeah. and Lex comes Uh, and and he tells freaking lucas that the jig is fucking up yep and like lex kind of finds a finds a little a little gap in the armor and like reminds lucas that lionel isn't just going to love him like and just kind of mocks him basically for him being so naive yeah well because he is again like lex is been around for how many years and lucas has just entered the picture and i think like he still is like all lucas wants is is daddy's attention right like i'm pretty sure that's still the mindset that he's in yeah and tiberius he's just trying to do what he can to freaking get the money and run as he's supposed to Mm -hmm. according to the he has to yeah according to the time he has to get the money and he has to god there's got to be some some techno babble to explain this <laughs> well we'll put it together for the next episode we'll recap yeah, yeah. we'll recap the mission log <laughs> <laughs> start date <laughs> 371-2 0.5 mm, mm. yeah 0. 0.5 0. 0.5 and a half <laughs> uh, uh, um so yeah, like they just have like their little spat, uh, and then Lex makes a comment about how oh, there's probably some people looking for you, uh, edgy people that like to edge, <laughs> that like to edge. Uh, and then he says uh, his line before the, at the end of the scene is the Luther Gene Pool is a shark tank, and our father just chummed the waters. I know, I loved that line. I thought it was so good. Yeah. Lex must have been thinking about that all day and he's like I gotta get this in I gotta get it in somehow (laughs) he stayed up all night coming up with that freaking line nailed it (laughs) oh man Uh, and then of course now so we cut to the talent and Clark's doing what he does best not breaking and entering but being late yeah being fucking late as hell to work and being late as hell right when Lucas is right there yup (laughs) and being like hey hey uh, I want you to I want to watch you fire him right now (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> he's like but wait 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 let me freaking get a cigar first yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. you're slow yeah. you're really slow yeah i want to see tears bitch <laughs> <laughs> and and she's not gonna do it and then he's like okay well this place is done then yeah he was gonna fire her uh, and then she's like i'm a partner dumb dumb you can't fire your partner it's impossible and then uh, myst- mysteriously, the alleyway uh, behind the Talon has like completely changed configuration. Like, there's like <laughs> a really long driveway now where like a motorcycle comes at them. Yeah. Um, there's like the greenhouse that uh, um, Tina went flying through is not there. Well, I, mean, like, I guess it wouldn't be because yeah, they had to close shop. Yeah. 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 And then it was too it was too unsafe to have a cluttered alleyway, obviously, because someone got impaled, so they had to clear it. I guess I had to clear it. Yeah, come on. Uh, but so he kept uh, Clark catches up to Lucas and like tells him that he can't do that, and he's like, "I'm a Luther. I can do whatever I want." Yep. Um, and Clark says that he'll quit if he'll leave Lana alone, but Lucas is just like too late. Yeah, I'm gonna um, do what I want. And then we get like that, like the 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 wind instrument of impending drive-by yep <laughs> <laughs> and 
And we got, uh, okay, and this this guy, honestly, it reminds me of um, uh, Pineapple Express. Uh, Ken, Ken Jeong and who's the other guy? He's on one of the, one of the sketch comedy shows, Bob, Bobby Lee, Bobby Lee and Ken Jeong's yeah, yeah. characters. It just reminds me of them so much. And even like the, the mob boss in the casino reminds me so mm -hmm. much of the mob boss in Pineapple Express. So I couldn't, I couldn't not see Ken Jeong in there be like, fuck you. <laughs> he does at the end of the movie. <laughs> yeah, they, like Lucas starts running away, and Ken Jong like starts driving after him, and like spraying bullets, and like it's a pretty decent like effect scene. But again, like the leisure the leisurely way Clark jogs down the alley <laughs> is fucking it never it never gets old. He's just like batting bullets out of the air, yep. and like and then at the last minute he jumps in the way of a couple. And then catches the last one with the back of his hand. Yep. And he gets a couple holes in the back of his coat. Yeah, he has to keep his back uh, facing away from from Lucas. Yeah. And so, obviously, the shooter saw this happen. So, you know, he's going to die later. Well, I think the, the, the shooter uh, didn't see shit because he uh, got launched into a wall. Well, that's true. I mean, he's probably a little disoriented. <laughs> But yeah, he's also not long for this world. No, definitely either not. Either way. Definitely not. Um, because it's the next morning at the mansion and Lionel's sitting there casually, like reading, re reading, uh, reading normally and not without, with, without his speaking spell. Right. Does he not worry that like the staff will walk in or something like that? I guess he's ordered some yeah. alone time. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. And then, uh, uh, Lucas comes in f looking flustered and then uh, Lionel casually mentions that someone is trying to kill him only proves that he's a Luther. That's right. Ha ha yeah. ha. <laughs> and then this is the scene where he like mentions that it's lucky that Clark was there and he's a very special young man. So yeah, honestly, I swear I'm, I'm sure maybe, you know, That's better smoking and you know, gun for you. That is. Cause maybe, maybe, you know, more or remember more from the series about how much Lionel actually knows, but that just leads me to think like he knows already. He freaking knows. Did you this? And this is, again, I hate to do this for people who like might only be watching these episodes um, like he, li listening to these ones as they listen to the episode and then only watch one per week. But like, there's an episode in season three where they do like a freaky Friday. Oh shit. Okay. And it's Lionel, Lionel in Clark's body and vice versa. Okay. And I, I think from that point on Lionel just knows. Okay, fine then. God damn it. Spoilers over. I think, I, <laughs> honestly, I can't remember because Lionel is around for a lot of the seasons. He's uh, in it for as long as Lex is in it, basically. Well, but Lionel and Lex always play the long game. So, you know. Yeah. Anyways, whatever. Yeah. Okay, fine. Spoiled it. I'm going to cut that out so no one can hear it. You could. You should You should just like have like just static playing yeah, over me. <laughs> I'll warp our voices. Okay. I'll warp it. Yeah. If somebody goes through a lot of trouble, they can like hear it, but it's because it's just reversed. It's backwards, like Twin Peaks. Yeah. And then it's actually just Satan talking. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so they, they, they talk a little bit about how, you know, 
Um, well, it's God, like, I can't remember what scene well, no, it's just because it, again, they're, they're going to play the, the blame game. Right. So initially yep. like, you know, Lionel's like, well, of course it's Lex, like Lex freaking wants you out of the picture and you know, he, it's the mm-hmm. whole Cain and Abel kind of thing, whatever. And then, uh, Lucas is like, well, that's hilarious because Lex told me the opposite, uh, you know, the other day. And you're just trying to like pit us yeah. against each other. Cause Lex basically said to Lucas, um, that, he and Lucas are uh, social experiments for Lionel. So yeah. again, the nature versus nurture. He's got the one son who's got everything, everything he could ever want. And then the other son who has like literally nothing. But then yeah. even Lex mentions like, didn't you find it odd that you always got out of tight situations like so easily and that, mm-hmm. you know, the, the opportunities always just happened for you. Like obviously, you know, Lionel knew like dad knew you were alive the whole time. Yeah. Also, Lionel here uh, plays uh, Lucas pretty well. Basically plays him like a fucking fiddle uh, by uh, suggesting that this whole thing has been a test to prove his strength and that he has that kind of strength and Lex doesn't. Yeah. And again, I freaking, I hate it so much because you can see, you can literally see Lionel lying. You can see it happening. Mm-hmm. You can see his face, how he had to think on the fly. Like he, you can see, uh, mm, mm, I hate Lionel Luther so freaking much. So much. <laughs> and Lucas is like, yay, you're right, daddy. I am good and strong. I'm a big boy. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Yep. Uh, and then over at the Talon, Clark's apron doesn't really match the flannel. Uh, no. Which I think is so funny that, I mean, I guess Lana's just trying to keep the place like casual, but like, I don't know. I think in certain places, a uniform of some sort, like even just a shirt. Yeah. At some point, Clark will start wearing like single color shirts. No, 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 no. I mean, for, for Lana not to have, like, uniforms. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Town. yeah. Yeah, that's what I mean. I don't, I don't care what Clark wears. He, wear whatever you want, Clark, but just come to work looking professional when you're serving coffee. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> and then, of course... Come ready for work. Yeah, right. And then, of course, like, you know, Chloe comes in and mentions that the shooter uh, from yeah. the night before mysteriously died in the middle of a police station. And this pretty much just solidifies who did it, who tried to kill Lucas Luther, yeah. who shot yeah. Lucas Luther. Um, it was definitely Lionel because he would be the only one with the power to make that happen. Essentially. Yeah. Yeah. The guy was just died in the middle of a crowded police station, like just keeled over. Yeah. And so then Clark is like, okay, well I need you to cover my shift and freaking hands Chloe, the apron and a tray. Yeah. And he bolts yeah. by Lana and like, of course, Lana, cause what did we freaking say? Terrible idea. Yeah. Awful. And Lana, oh. Lana is making the face of, uh, of someone who's about to fire someone. Oh, absolutely. But she does it in a cute way. Doe eyed. Yeah. 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 Um, but yeah, so Lex uh, stops by the Kent farm to thank DK for letting him stay there. And DK admits to being impressed. It's a good scene between them. I know, I loved yeah. it. It's too bad that freaking Kirk had to come and cut that shit short. Yeah, he had to hit him with that double axe handle. <sighs> chop. Clear, clearly, it's because... Um, 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 again, Lex is supposed to be a villain. And if this oh, conversation oh. between Daddy Kent and Lex had happened, then everything would have been fucked up. Yeah. Because that yeah. was that would have been the conversation to turn Lex to good for permanent. 
Yeah, I think what what did it for Kirk is hearing that like when Jonathan gave him the uh, the compliment of in another life uh, you would have made one hell of a farmer, and he's like, we must stop him from becoming a farmer. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> he must continue being mm-hmm. rich and funding things. Yes, and and eventually being my great 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 grandpappy. Yeah. <laughs> yep. And so then, yeah. uh, you know, kidnaps Lex. Essentially, that's pretty much the scene. Yeah. Too- I mean, you can tell you can tell it's a serious situation because uh, um, L- L- uh, Lucas is holding the gun sideways. <laughs> I love that he holds the gun sideways. It's so funny. But again, yeah. Kirk has probably only seen like you know movies from back in, in yeah. the days, so yeah. he doesn't know how to hold a 20th century gun. He's like he's only seen Training Day. <laughs> and like, <laughs> what's the other, what's oh four brothers? That's another yeah. one. No, I would say like it would be even worse than that. It would be like it's he's only seen things that the Paramount Corpor- Corporation owns. <laughs> So he only knows how to do it gangster style. Yeah. Pretty much. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then uh, uh, yeah. cuts to what? Oh, yeah. The mansion where Clark comes in and he is pissed. Uh-huh. And Lionel has to put on his blind act. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Clark, who's there? Who's there? Oh, it's you, Clark. Of course. He's like, I meant to I meant to call you and thank you for saving Lucas. Uh, and that, like his rescues have become a Luther family tradition. And Clark cuts through all the bullshit and sees through all Mm. the bullshit and is like, stop freaking uh, lying. I know it's you. Like you've found this foundation. You knew where Lucas was. You got Lex to look for him. You know, it's all, it's all because of you. That shooter dying in custody was, uh, was on you. Yep. Uh, Yeah. And, and then like, just so that so that Lionel doesn't have to answer any questions, his cell phone starts ringing. Oh no no no! Uh, just so he doesn't have to answer any questions, he fucking gaslights Clark, and he's like, "Ah, uh, you're crazy and paranoid, just like your father." Yeah. Uh, ah, yeah. nah, motherfucker. And then yeah, so then someone's calling, and he's like, "Clark is about to leave," and then freaking Lionel's like, "Send my regards to your mother." Uh huh. Fuck you, Lionel, you asshole! Keep Martha's name Keep out of your filthy mouth. My mother's name. <laughs> Out your fucking mouth! <laughs> exactly! Exactly! <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. <clears throat> and yeah. uh, now we've got, obviously, Lucas on the other end of the line, and Lionel's telling him not to do anything rash. Yeah, and outside the door, Clark is hearing every fucking word of it. Yep, about how he's going to take a chapa, he's going to get to the chapa, and go to uh, Luther Corp. <laughs> okay, you, you just put the emphasis on chapa. <laughs> well, what, what, what syllable was I supposed to emphasize? Well, I, I, you said you gotta get, you gotta leave the ah out of there. It's chapa. Oh, uh, okay, so, fine. Not get the, to the chapa. Not the way I say it. Okay. 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 The chapa. The chapa. <laughs> oh, anyway, they get to the chopper. Yes. Or the chapa. Um. Well, in any case, uh, so we cut to Luther Corp-, Corp Tower and Lionel's office, and Lionel walks in asking Lucas what the hell is going on, um, still putting on his blind act for Lex, at least for the moment. Who's taped to a um, chair. Who uh, points out that they've been played 
they've played into his Cain and Abel fantasy just the way he wanted. Mm -hmm. Um, But then, like, Lucas gets, like, pissed pretty quick and walks across, like, over to Lex, uh, holding him at gunpoint, and Lionel slips up and asks Lucas to put the gun down. Mm -hmm. That he should not be able to see. And Lex catches on mighty, mighty fast and says, how did you know he was holding a gun? And then Lionel takes off his glasses and Lex calls him a twisted son of a bitch. Yeah, yeah, because he is. Um, Mm -hmm. And Lucas is done with it and he wants to, quote unquote, secure his place in this family puts the gun in Lionel's hand and says, you better shoot your fucking son. Yeah, he gives him a second gun that he's got. Yep. <laughs> which is important. Although not really that important when you when you see what happens. But, yeah, in the grass um, game. Either gun, I think it was set up just in case Lionel would have wanted to use either gun. Possibly. But here's the thing. Yeah, possibly. Um, so outside, uh, well, I guess, um, yeah, it's like Lionel is asking what Lucas hopes to accomplish, and Lex tells him that once they're both in the picture, that he'll be in control. He'll get uh, everything. And Clark shows up outside in the hallway, and like is just kind of standing there, like X-raying them, and sees a bunch of skeletons with guns. <laughs> uh, and then, rather than run in the room like like normal, maybe he just like figures that he can't get in there without the gun going off. Well, and not, and like, not only that, not only that he can't really, you can't explain why he's there. Like it, yeah. there's legit no explanation for him to be there at this moment. And Lex would have to kill every single one. In the room, <laughs> exactly. Basically. Pretty much, pretty much. So he goes, he sees the heat vent that's above him or the air vent. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and then we go back in the room and like, Lex tries to turn Lucas against Lionel, pointing out how he left him in the foster system, and every time he was bailed out right when he was in serious trouble. think that's kind of interesting. Right. Um, this is the social experiment thing. Yeah, um, for sure. And then, yeah, and then Lionel tries to talk his way out of it, but Lucas insists that Lionel shoot Lex. Um, and then, again, Clark has crawled through this vent into this office where, yeah, these guys are like yelling at each other, but it would be so fucking loud climbing oh. through a vent. Oh, yeah, absolutely. There's no quiet way to do it, and I don't like when movies no. are like, this is a quiet way to sneak around. No, it's a little, It's literally not, especially since most, like, can barely, most of the, the hardware holding up those vents can barely support the weight of the vent itself. Right. <laughs> if the air comes through a little too hard one day, like, honestly, blows holes everywhere. Uh-huh. <laughs> and most uh, most vents nowadays um they are made in like such a way that they kind of come in on a triangle so they're inverted a little tiny bit in the middle like they get smaller in the middle with two little mm-hmm. triangles on either side so like you would constantly be popping out them triangles and it's so loud <laughs> yeah uh, but uh, Clark uh, is perfectly lined up to use his heat vision to force Lucas to drop the gun, and immediately Lionel springs and like backs hand him to the ground, and then just calls him a psychotic little bastard, and just and then fills him, just dumps, and <laughs> unloads the gun. <laughs> or would have if they weren't blanks. Yeah, weren't. Got backfired, and then Lex. 
And then Lex is in the background like, checkmate. Mm-hmm. It was a ruse. Yep. That's and meanwhile, meanwhile, Clark is just up chilling in that vent. <laughs> Um, and thinking, like, this is the most fucked up family. Uh, <laughs> and then Lex is freed from the tape. Uh, and then he and Lucas, like, just walk out of the room. Like, they explain that the other gun also had blanks in it. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. And, uh, like, at this point, yeah, Lionel kind of knows he's, like, fucked. Because not only now does he have all the voting shares with Lucas in the picture. Um, so he can get his stuff back anyways. Um, yeah. But, like... Lex and Lucas, like two brothers together, like essentially they could totally destroy Lionel and they could like go public with everything. And like, there's so much shit that they could do to fuck up his life. So he knows he's fucked. He knows. Mm -hmm. And, and then, but once again, Clark has like left just enough of a subtle clue behind. Yeah. And Lionel notices that hot metal dripping onto the floor. Hmm. Oh, and then looks up into the vent cover and Clark is like, oh, fuck. And like gets out of sight just in time. Right. <laughs> yep. Uh, yeah. And so like, and then Lionel just goes over uh, to his office uh, desk, sits down uh, and brings up the security footage uh, and sees Clark standing in the hallway and series is over. Credits roll. That's it. He knows the secret. Yep. No secret. <laughs> okay, I honestly thought I was like, I didn't see that part in the episode. <laughs> I thought you were actually describing something that happened. <laughs> yeah, no. It, it, honestly, it could, though, because really, like, what are the chances that there isn't a camera out in that hallway? True. My assumption would be, again, I have to, you got to think of a little outside the box here. My assumption would be that because uh, Lex and Kirk had this whole plot, they probably turned the security cameras off. So there would be no video evidence. Probably. Probably. That has to include hallways and shit too, right? Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. Small deal. Well, and then we finally get back over to the Talon so that Clark can get fired or for him to simultaneously quit at the moment he's about to get fired. Lol. I actually had to pause and like reverse the scene because I couldn't hear what Clark was going to say. But I think he was just saying he was going to quit. Uh, yeah. Well, he, yeah, he tried to apologize essentially. And then like, yeah, I don't really know if he was actually going to quit but i think he kind of knew it was yeah. coming like yeah. no bouncing back from that clark sorry yeah. and uh you know he tried and then he just kind of tries to smooth it over see this is what i i infuriates me sometimes but it's no offense but it's like a lot of men mm. in general very hard to pick up on certain cues from women especially when you're teenagers and he clearly just assumes that like things are generally okay between them like since the yeah. whole Chloe makeout almost sex session in the in the talent, so literally the day before, yeah. So for him to be like, oh, so are we? You know, but this doesn't change anything. Like we're still okay or whatever. This doesn't change things or or affect things with us. And she's like, yeah, honestly, Clark, like nothing will ever change between us. Like nothing's ever going to change. Yeah, yeah. She's like, she says that. Yeah, she doesn't see how anything will ever change between them. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then, like, it's one of those scenes where she isn't like, okay, we'll see ya. He just kind of, like, turns around and walks away while she finishes clean closing up. Yeah. Yeah. Because he knows he fucked up, but he just doesn't know why yet. <laughs> He's got to yeah. figure it out. <laughs> and then uh, we go to the mansion, and Lex is back in his office. 
and has a crew of guys cleaning stuff up, but he tells them to leave the TV, which is a solid choice. Absolutely it is. Well, sometimes you need some gaming breaks. Yeah, yeah. And then Lionel walks in, not pretending to be blind anymore, (laughs) and Lex points out the front page of the news of the Daily Planet, in which Lionel has miraculously regained his sight, and Luther Corp stock gained five points. It's all hmm. a ruse. See, it was all a ruse. Yeah. Lionel was never blind. <laughs> yeah, and then Lex asks him how long he's been able to see, and Lionel shrugs and says, oh, a few weeks. Yeah, no big deal. It's fine. It's yeah. fine. Uh, no, I, I call BS. I 100% call BS on that. I like what Lionel says, though, is that he uh, he says that it allowed him to see even more clearly because he was able to understand what people try to get away with when they think you can't see. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. But I mean, he's still he's still freaking faked a disability. <laughs> he's a it's, fucking again, asshole. <laughs> classic, classic Luther scene. Like, uh, like he's walked into the room. Lex is behind his desk and they could keep having the conversation they are, but instead Lionel faces away from Lex and says, well, how are we going to fix this rift between us? (laughs) Which forces Lex to then come around and then sit across from him. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Well, because Lionel always has to lead the show. Yeah. He's always got to be in control. He's got to, he's got to be in, in, he, he set himself up. He's like, well, if Lex wants to come over and talk to me, then he can come and talk yeah, to me. Yeah, feel free. Feel free. Yeah, and so they're sitting across from the fire from each other. And um, Lionel basically like says, and again, won't even admit to being, quote unquote, defeated by his son. He's like, well, I was just going to give you Lex core back anyways, but, you yeah. know, whatever. And Lex is like, yeah, for my silence, you douchebag. Yeah, yeah, and he's like, and oh, he's like, okay, so yeah, I'll take LexCorp back, and also Lucas is under my protection now. Yeah, and then Lionel goes into one of his other freaking stupid stories because again, he just loves his fables and his parables, and he talks yeah. about the story of the frog Scorp- and the scorpion, Scorp- scorpion and the frog. Yeah, yeah, yep. and how the scorpion uh, stings the frog, even though the frog tried to help it, and it was just because it was in his nature. And he says that Lucas is a sociopath and the apple doesn't far, fall far from the freaking sociopathic tree. Okay. Just saying. Yeah. <laughs> that was yeah. the orchard that yeah. Lucas was born in. And then he's like, good night, dad. And then uh, he's like, tell, um, he tells him that he'll give Lucas his love. Yeah. <laughs> tell Lucas I say hi. Uh, and then we do get a slightly different uh, last scene of the episode, which is between uh, Lex and Clark at the farm. It it wraps up. I just, I love how it wraps up. Again, the whole episode, Nature versus Nurture, and we get the, the denouement, if you will, of just... The denouement. <laughs> with just this very quick dialogue where, yeah, like, Clark again, reiterates, you know, Lex isn't his father. Because I think Lex was mm-hmm. talking about how, oh, yeah, I mean, if the roles were reversed or something like that, Clark says, no, yeah. you're not your dad. You'd never be like him. Everything's fine. And then Lex says this awesome line where he says, um, you know, my father wants to rule the world, but your father's going to inherit the earth. Yeah, he's like, yeah. 
I love it. I love that line because it's so, mm, I'm just going into a tiny social commentary. I promise it won't be long because I know we're running out of time. Uh, mm -hmm. But it's so relevant to like, especially happenings in the world today because it's freaking rich assholes with lots of money and like lots of time on their hands that want to rule the world and just like freaking wreck everything in order to rule the entire world. And it's freaking us people. It's just the people who aren't in charge and the people who don't have lots of money who inherit their fucking mess. Yeah. We inherit it. We have to clean up their stupid messes. Anyways, sorry. Rant over. I'm back. Yeah, but that's also the end of the episode. Dun, dun. Yeah. We don't see any Zangiefs this time? No. 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 Reds. No Zangiefs. <laughs> Darn. Um, yeah. Okay, so uh, just, just quick, before we give our little ratings, I will say... Um, uh, the Onimusha game that he was playing, it was an Xbox game. Mm -hmm. But it was an Xbox port. It came to PlayStation 2 first, so pfft, we were both right. right. We were both right. right. But you were okay. right for the episode. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so how many how many uh, Starfleet badges out of five, Paul, are you going to give this? I am going to give it... Uh, I'm going to give it three normal... Uh, com badges and then one section 31 com badge okay so <laughs> it's like four and a half out of five okay all right okay and and your reasonings for it why 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 such a high rating uh i just i gave it a i give it a high rating just because it's like a pretty good episode in terms of like fleshing out the luther mythos and like getting, uh, like kind of settling things a little bit with, with that kind of that part of the storyline. Like Lex isn't actually losing his whole company, and there's like a little bit of balance of power back, and like you get to see what a piece of shit Lionel is, mm -hmm. um, and that you know Lex gets to show Lucas what a piece of shit Lionel is. Like Le like Lionel was going to kill him. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Uh, and then, you know, the rest of it, though, again, like, it kind of loses points for other than that being kind of pointless. Like, the whole, like, Clark gets a job at the Talon. Who gives a shit? Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. true. It's a very weird little B story they tried to put in. It was the B story that Smallville forgot. Like, honestly. Because they didn't really expand on anything. There was no growth in that story. Yeah. I mean, I think they had just pieces of episode and they were like, well, what, what, what do we want to slot in as like the, the thing that isn't the Luther plot? Yeah, right. What do we want to do with that? <laughs> Pretty much. Oh, I have this shit idea. Okay, let's go with it. Why not? <laughs> yeah. Like, what are we doing with those other, with, with those other characters? Yeah. I guess we got to do something, right? Yeah. They honestly, um, it could have been like the whole episode could have just been the Luthers and Clark could have just showed up unex unexpectedly, unexplainingly wise at the end. And it wouldn't have bothered me because <laughs> I'm just yeah. like, I would have known. I've been like, okay, somehow they found Clark found out and he came to save the day at the last minute. Who gives a shit? It was such a good episode with just the Luthers in it. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm going to give it um, the same rating. I'm giving it a four and a half out of five because I thought this episode was awesome. I loved the story with the Luthers. It was such a great like cat and mouse kind of thing. Like they were double crossing each other all over the freaking place. But at the same time, you didn't really know where Lucas truly stood 
until the very end. Yeah. Like it, it was just very good. And it kept me guessing like the whole time about what was going to happen in the end. I loved it. I thought it was really good. And yeah, the B story was not even necessary. Not necessary. Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. Again, yeah, it, it, I guess it just fails to get a five star rating because it's not exactly a perfect episode. Like there's an episode coming up that, uh, still isn't necessarily a perfect episode, mm-hmm. but because it's like the cameo that is going to be in that episode is such that it's just going to get a five out of five. Oh shit. Okay. When it comes. Oh, I'm excited. It's not next episode. Okay. It's not next episode, okay. but you're going to have to tell us what next episode is while I do our socials. All right. I'm going to queue it up. Okay. So I'm going to look right up to my, my camera here, people. And what I'm saying here is I'm going to, I'm going to say the things that we say every episode, but actually act on these things. Okay. Okay. So I, we have a Twitter page. Uh, you can find us at, Save Us Pod. You can find us each individually at Oslowop. That's me. And you can find Ashley at GamerMomCA. Um, you can also send us an email at saveuspod at gmail.com. And you can leave us a message on our Anchor uh, voicemail. It's kind of a voicemail. Um, that's the, the way it would be used anyway. Um, and you can go to um, anchor.fm slash save us to do that. Um, you can also leave a rating uh, or review or just hit the thumbs up in your podcatcher of choice. Um, and uh, yeah, just tell us what you like about the episode. Tell us what you want from future episodes. Um, just tell us what yeah. you want. Tell us what you like because <laughs> we, we, I mean, I'm, I'm going to be real and say that uh, aside from the odd time where somebody will like, you know, they'll like a tweet or um, on, on my personal Facebook account, I will post about the episode and get a little bit of like reaction there. Nobody has uh, so far come to our call for action here. Um, and I, you know, I get it. Like people are, you're listening to this on your, on your commute and it's, uh, we're part of your week. And I love that. I love doing this show, but man, we just want to know if you guys are liking it. We just want to hear your voices. Yeah. Yeah. Say things. Whisper into the mic for us. (laughs) No, no, no (laughs) ASMR shit. No, I draw the line. Um, okay. So one thing that I will add to that, because, okay, we got a little real for a second and we're not trying to create work for people because we don't want to make you work for it. Right. That's not what we're about. However, should we tell them, Paul? Should we make a small announcement? Sure. All right. So coming up in 2023, people, we's going to be having a discord and you can talk to us anytime you want, especially me because I work from home and I'm right next to my PC all day. So you can engage with us at all times. We don't even have to talk about Smallville. What do you want to talk about? Mm -hmm. Friggin' boogers? Feet? Paintings? (laughs) What do you want to talk about? I'll talk about it with you. Why were those the things? Why were you? Why would... 
<laughs> Why? I'm a mom, okay? My kids are still little. Bo- boogers are still very okay. prevalent in my house. <laughs> okay. All right. Okay. The feet one, I don't Jeez. know. I think I was just thinking feet finder. <laughs> you want pictures of my feet? Is that what you want? Is that what you all want? <laughs> you know, there 100% is somebody in our audience that's just like, yep. <laughs> I'm coming into the Discord. <laughs> yeah, so that we're going to get that stuff uh, going, and then there's there's some other stuff uh, coming. Like, again, we've uh, I've already mentioned we want to get into those Superman movies. Yeah, we want to grow. Yeah. We want to grow. Yeah. We want to make more. We want to get better. We want to get better for you guys, because you guys mm. freaking deserve it. You deserve gold every single time we do these podcasts, and that's what we want to give you. But sometimes yeah. you have to tell and- us where the gold is. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. Yes. I'm going to talk about uh, the next episode. So, yeah. <laughs> what is what is next week? Uh, so next week, episode 16, fever. Give me fever. <laughs> okay. So fever. Oh God. <laughs> Martha is seriously sickened by meteor dust, and Clark and Jonathan desperately try to help her. When Clark becomes infected as well, he finds out just how vulnerable he can be. Meanwhile, Lex confronts his feelings for Helen as she considers an enticing out-of-town research position. We're finally going to see Dr. Bryce again. Wow. And Chloe and Lana cope with the unthinkable possibility that they may lose Clark forever. (sighs) Forever. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah. Oh, I'm excited well, I mean, that's... for this one. So Clark actually yeah. gets super hurt in this one. I'm here. I'm here for it. I'm excited. Yeah. I, I, I mean, I wonder. I'm gonna. I'm gonna see what the what the synopsis on the TV on my guide TV guide version <laughs> says. I want to hear it. <clears throat> Episode sixteen. Fever. Martha is hospitalized after becoming serious ill. Seriously? Ill. They actually wrote serious ill. Well, they ran out anyway, of space. It's TV guide. From, <laughs> from exposure to kryptonite spores in the Kent's storm cellar. And Jonathan learns that there are complications. Meanwhile, Lex's girlfriend is offered a lucrative position at a hospital far away from Smallville. Eh, pretty much the same. It's kind of the same, but very vague. Yes, a lot more vague than uh, than mine. Mm-hmm. That's okay. It's because Prime has had more time and they got more space. They're not limited. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So yeah, that's the episode. I hope you all liked it. Tell us you like it. I mean, leave us a voice yes. now. Tell us, please, yes. please, please. I can confirm that people are listening to the show. Okay. That is for sure. Okay. Well, for now, guys, so, that that's good too. We're good with that. Yeah. We're good. We're all yeah. good. Yeah. <laughs> good. We're proud. I'm, I am a little bit sad, uh, but we're good. That's okay. We we don't need you to talk to us. It's all right. But when the Discord comes, I'm expecting the Discord to get flooded with memes and gifs. Gifts, sorry. And yeah, yeah, I'm expecting some interaction. I get lonely during my work from home days. I need someone to talk to. We'll create a contest by which people can use, like, a can generate generate, uh, 
show art for each episode yes. using AI generation. Oh shit, yeah. And then the best one becomes the uh the show art for the week. I love it. Oh man. Okay guys, we're gonna have so many good ideas. So we're taking the next two months to like to gestate and to plan and to get prepared and very conveniently uh season two is gonna be done right before our Christmas break. Yeah. And so in 2023, guys, we're picking it up. We're starting with season three. We're going to be coming with some new stuff, some new ideas, some good things are coming down the pipes. So And a new theme song. <gasps> so just if if you don't want to comment and things like that, that's totally cool. Just keep listening to us. You keep us. And I'm saying us. that I'm saying that theme song part out loud so that the person who is making said theme song will hear it and maybe um, it will give him a kick in the ass <gasps> do we have somebody who's going to be making a theme song yes yes we do okay it's going to be a good year i'm excited fuck 2022 mm. it's over give me 2023 it's over. done and dusted yes. oh jesus okay well and on that note i'm gonna cut us off paul and i'm gonna say it somebody save us